Otskaresama. Otskaresama. What does Otskaresama mean? It's like at the end of a good day's work. Mm. You say it to like your friends, you meet up to get dinner or drink after work. You're like, Otskaresama. Hello and welcome to Terrace House Mafia. I'm Nick. I'm Noelle. And we just watched episode 29 called <laughs> About Love? Yeah. About Schmidt. About love. Um, episode 29 of this season. Episode 29 of this season. And of this podcast. Well, actually, no, because we had that bonus episode with... Anji. Anji. 30. Episode 30. It's our 30 episode anniversary. So it's another episode with this new crew, who I'm, i got to admit I'm still adjusting to. Mm-hmm. Um, episode opens with Kai practicing his stand-up. And what do we, what do we learn about <laughs> his stand-up? I mean, we only got the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. It was almost unfair to him how little stand-up we got to see, which was him pacing around saying, you know, the funny thing is salary men should kill themselves. <laughs> and then right when he says that, like Hana walks in and she's like, what are you doing? And then you hear out of his phone, salary men should kill themselves or whatever. I'm paraphrasing. It was like, I don't get why they don't kill themselves. I don't themselves. get why they don't kill themselves. He's like, no, that's not right. Do you think that was like... What possible setup or punchline are we missing there? Well, do you think it was maybe the editors subconsciously like trying to put a message out there? I don't know. I, it did occur to me that because I'm sure that was subtitled in the Japanese version, it did occur to me that that line could be taken wildly out of context and come across as a very anti-Japanese if it were read improperly. But the fact that the peanut gallery didn't react to it made me think that, that it probably wasn't going to be misread. Maybe it was like too deep. <laughs> maybe. I just, I as somebody who's been itching for episodes to know what this dude's comedy is like that only that that just titillated me even further that just that little morsel of weird almost indefensible punchline that i can't imagine how he works his way up to has got me so excited <laughs> he's probably really funny i still i still think he has that in him uh, yeah yeah i still think uh rio's funnier yo he say what you will about his face and i know i know you will he's gotten more laughs out of me for yet another episode than any other character High key though, like Topo's kind of funnier. What? Yeah, I could see Topo being like a successful comedian. Where was he this episode? I don't know. Probably working. <laughs> probably. Yeah, cleaning uh, Lily's house. Maybe he's like hiding out after his weird drunken outburst last Aww. episode. It was a sweet, but it was odd. Like I was telling you during the episode, I was like, man, imagine being being him, Tupas, and then waking up the next morning and immediately it all rushes over you what you did the night before of like, Pouring your heart out and arguing about the meaning of love with the the random Russian girl who you live random with, random Russian, who you he who he seemingly hasn't had a ton of chats with up until this point. Right, um, I I can't see him getting very close to any of the members other than Emika. Actually, hmm. he doesn't seem like social. Yeah, and even Emika doesn't seem to be reciprocating. I mean, we the one time he was even mentioned this episode mm-hmm. was uh, Emika in the kitchen with Vivi, who seems really keen on pairing everyone off nicely. She's I like, know. yeah, I really want... She, she said something that we've said a lot, which is, I just want to see two people get together. Yeah. But when she said, like, I want I want you and Tupas to get together, uh, Emiko was like, eh, mm, I, don't know about, I don't know about that one, Chief. Was, but she also was like, you know, it's been a week. It's been a week, yeah. Like, chill out, y'all. It's yeah. been one week. It's been... Um, well, we just saw... I mean, one thing that I did like, now that we get the full-fledged title screen with actual snippets of everyone in it, there's snippets of Kai doing stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a brief, like, quarter second of him 
doing stand-up comedy on a stage. I don't know. Maybe they shot that for the title screen or maybe he actually does it in a future episode. I'm not sure. But I cannot wait to see. They have to show his stand-up. Like, they just showed us a little to hint that they'll show us I think so. Yeah. I think so. It's Um, nice to know it's only been a week, though, because you don't really know how much time goes on between mm -hmm. these. And they got a lot of content out of just one week. True, which is understandable. I mean, like, when it's the same old group who's been living together for a million years, it it probably is harder to mine content from a week of their lives than it is a week of new people getting to know each other. Like right. that is so rife with drama and tension. True. And and we did have both of those things in droves this week. We a lot of tears from our girl <laughs> Hannah. I know. Uh, you I think it'd be unbelievably easy to take two minutes of this episode, take music from a horror movie, and make Hannah look like the scariest person ever. Yeah, definitely. I feel weird. The window scene. The, her peeking through the window, spying on them. Imagine someone you, you aren't really into doing that to you and how how unnerving and scary that would be. Imagine that you were at home and like a strange man was looking like that through the window. Mm-hmm. It's a guy who's asked you out multiple times who you've tried to politely turn down. You're right. Like it is restraining order vibe. It is. But you're living there with them. You, there's no escape. Poor Dio. I feel bad for him. That's why he never comes home. I mean, what's we- one weird weird thing about this is that Hannah's, I think, surprisingly self-aware. <laughs> she She's not oblivious to the fact that he's not interested. We learned that from her conversation with Kai. Like, She's not self-aware enough to like change her behavior, though. Yeah. I mean, it's this thing where it felt like this was coming to a head and they both realized it. Like, Rio was like, she was like, if this day doesn't go well, I'm going to tell him what I how I feel. And if yeah. he doesn't reciprocate, then it's done. I'm I'm putting it behind me. Yeah. He's like, I can't even go on this date. Yeah. Because it's so uncomfortable at this point. I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, most of my empathy lies with him because, like, even just little things, like her sitting in the kitchen, F5ing her phone, being like, he said he was going to be done with the Lion King at three. He should be out by now. Why hasn't he texted me? Like, that behavior is so unappealing and scary and i think rio in particular finds it yeah alarming mm-hmm. i might I, I might even argue that he finds vivi's behavior towards him a little alarming like what's your yeah. reading on that she's been coming on super duper strong he's been and the peanut gallery's picked up on this too not really reciprocating all that much he doesn't even have like a minute of time to chill alone when he's home it feels like it it feels like he gets i mean i'm sure it's it's there's editing right he must right. be on his laptop in bed or whatever sometimes but like it feels like he gets pounced on the minute he gets through the door and he's got these like yeah. he's being pawed at by these two people who are kind of using him in this weird romantic chess game against each other yeah i mean the first kind of exchange of flirting between him and Vivi, he was reciprocating but this time he was just like he was just trying to have a conversation like a normal conversation and mm-hmm. she kept just like flirting and he would return it with like Trying to keep the normal conversation. Trying to steer it back on track. Yeah. I, I felt that way too. It seems um, like uncomfortable and, and like perhaps he doesn't even find it appealing. Because to some degree, it's like what there's no there's no mystery to it. If every time he says something, she drops a double entendre, like you should be wearing a necklace with my name on it. Yeah. I've been keeping my Mondays. I actually did think this line was that cute. That was cute. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's starting to wear on him, but he obviously still finds her attractive because he wanted to go to the playroom with her probably to like hook up. That's what I was going to ask you. I wrote that down in my notes. Like, so after getting spied on and creeped on by Hana, uh, Rio asks Vivi if she's tired and she's like, no. And he's like, do you want to go up to the playroom? And then, of course, they go up there and Hana and Kai are chilling up there. Right. What would have happened if they weren't? They probably would have at least made out, right? I think so. Yeah. But it's so, it's hard to read because he hasn't been outwardly expressing interest in her. Like, it almost feels like Vivi's standing over him being like, yeah, you shouldn't go on a date with her. I don't want you to, but also you, it would hurt her if I, you did go. So just don't go, don't go, don't go. Like, it's like she's standing over him, making him delete Hana's number from his phone. Right. It's It feels a little strong and a little controlling and a little counter- I think it could backfire. IDK. That's where I'm at. I mean, when someone comes on too strong, it's usually not good. For sure. That's, that is, to say the least. I honestly, this is sad, but I think they'll hook up and then start to be kind of like a, in a date-y vibe. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just tell her like, oh, actually, basketball. I mean, we already know when he leaves the house, he'll say basketball. I mean, he maybe... Okay, so he doesn't like Vivi romantically, but he wants to hook up with her. And he knows that this basketball premise will make it okay for him to hook up with her and then be like, never mind, like, I have to focus on basketball. Mm -hmm. But from the very beginning, he just wanted to hook up. Yeah, that's the vibe I get too. He doesn't seem head over heels. No, not at all. He just seems like surface level attracted to her. And I just am curious what the house will be like if and when that happens. You know? I know. It'll be great. I mean, all I know is I, I want to stop recording this podcast and go watch the next one. <laughs> I know. If he, if he liked either of them, he would pursue them straight on. Doesn't fucking matter if he wants to focus on work. Because what Vivi said was right. Like, if she likes someone, it doesn't matter that she's trying to focus on work. They become, like, a priority. Mm-hmm. And that's just not happening for him. No, it's not. And she's right. She's picking up on that pretty astutely. Yeah. So do you think he likes her? No, I think he's just like a really good listener and like really wanted to cheer her up. And like, So when he's saying in English, by the way, like you're cute and you're funny, you're everything. There's no tinge of romance to that. He purely is trying to cheer a sad girl up. Yeah, I didn't feel any tinge of romance. I mean, her, him saying that she's hot and cute are like objective facts. Like we all know that she's hot and cute, you know? The thing is you can't talk somebody out of heartbreak, I don't think. Yeah, but you can make them feel better about themselves. True. I just, I think my feeling is like the degree to which people are talking to Hana being like, who cares? You don't need him anyway. Like you're never gonna, she's not gonna one day be like, you know what? You're right. I don't feel any of the feelings I've been feeling because I logic my way out of them. Like, I just don't think that things work that way. No, but he was just trying to make her feel more confident in herself because clearly like, the way that she was venting to him, she was venting to him about how she was insecure. And so he was just trying to make her feel better about herself. Okay. I buy that. No, I agree. And his English is not, like, native. That might have been another major reveal of this episode, if I'm being honest, is, like, we we see him doing more stand-up or trying to a little bit later. And his English doesn't sound as smooth as I maybe remembered it sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not, like, a... 
his fluent native language at all. For sure. But that's actually pretty brave to want to do stand up in a language that you're not even like fully comfortable with. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It definitely is. That's um, really cool. Anything going on on the Twitter we should uh um chat about? Okay. Uh here's a message from Imyon Marigold who says, "You got no soul if you didn't cry at Aruka's final night at the house." I don't remember if I cried. I don't think I did. But I think we both were going, aww, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I thought it was unbelievably sweet. It was really amazing his, to see. His letter was was really cute. I did cry at Topo and Vivi's deep conversation, though. Yeah, that was that was insanely emotional. That the whole thing about, cry. like, about acts of love and how he comes down and does the dishes every morning. Honestly, him and Rio should date. Yeah. that's his dream right there. Somebody who actually does the dishes in this <laughs> godforsaken house. That's true. That would be cute. Natalie eight two five eight four five four nine just says Tokui is the best. Five crying emojis. Aww. Hashtag unconditional love. Yo, same. We are on the same page with you on that. He was my favorite peanut calorie member. Yeah, and and then knowing what was coming for him made me to some degree appreciate him that much more in those last that last batch of episodes. I really because I just found myself thinking like, damn, it's gonna suck when he's gone. And yeah. I mean, the peanut gallery segments are still enjoyable. They brought on a good rotating... They've hand-selected some celebrity guests who you can tell really love Terrace House and are invested in the show. I like this chick. This I, comedian? Yeah, I don't remember her name, but... Yeah, I don't remember her name either, but she she had some good observations and wasn't afraid to disagree with people. She has a lot to say. Yeah. I Well, I mean, we know knowing the way this show's schedule works, uh, we'll get to hear from her again in, in the next episode. That's true. So we should probably go ahead and get on that. All right. All righty. Well... Oh. You go. Otsukare-sama. Otsukare-sama. <laughs> we'll do this again. Your catchphrase. I'm going to tweet to ask us questions. Nice. <laughs>